Sim, you just got married. Anna, seriously, I need to thank you again for being such an amazing part of our wedding. Dear listeners, Anna completely crushed it oh as God. an officiant. You did. Thanks for saying that. It was, you were so, it was perfect. Thanks. No, but you know what I realized? Well, first of all, I was really trying hard to not make it about me, which I kind of did a little bit, but I can't help myself sometimes. <laughs> but when the rings came up, yeah, when our, was, when our niece and nephew, I was like, yeah. oh, fuck. Yeah, there's this part. So I don't know <laughs> if you remember, you may have been in like wedding haze, sure, dizziness or whatever, but I was like, uh, with this ring, do you promise to love this other person that's across from you forever? <laughs> yes, you did say that. I it didn't was, know. It was I great. Didn't... It was you. It was everything about it was perfect because it was you and we wanted you to do it. It was so special. Thank Thanks. you. I can't thank you enough. Thank you. For, I, w- I was really honored. And I, I was I was just, I was had this moment, of like I felt like I broke into a sweat where I was worried that Amy would be sort of maybe annoyed with me that I didn't, uh, I w- that I wasn't the most polished efficient ever oh stop it why do you think we need polish first of all you're pretty damn polished and you were very funny very very entertaining (laughs) and it was sweet and it was romantic everything about it was just perfect it was a perfect wedding yes it was perfect thank you It, it went pretty much according to plan i think oh my god at the end of the night every like both families everyone's dancing everyone's smiling everyone want it like the whole room was filled with so much love it was it, magical it really it, was it, it was great and i do want to thank thomas george estates for hosting us it's an amazing amazing winery if you're ever in the healdsburg area please check it out say hi to Helsburg, lauren and sean and adrian right? healdsburg Sonoma County, that's oh. where you were. We oh, were... I, I've been calling it Hellsburg. Is it Hellsburg? I don't know. I have no idea, but it's a gorgeous, gorgeous town. Oh, I love beautiful. that place. And the venue, Thomas George Estates, amazing. So and, thank yeah. you for that. It was great. these awards and so we would play award acceptance <laughs> night I, I wasn't there for, was the, I not there for that you may have not been there for oh, the right. award acceptance I'm so new to this podcast thing I'm like <laughs> wait we can't just talk normal without all of this stuff okay Brittany so yes. oh hey congrats on pitch perfect three thank you thanks I mean I I didn't do it all myself but thank you I don't know so you're that's like put to bed for a minute right until like supposedly it's put to bed forever like to <laughs> death <laughs> supposedly that's what they've told us but i i don't know no for no sure. i but I, I meant sort of like your press obligations and all oh, that stuff. oh yeah sorry yes. I in the movie mean. too but um yeah all the obligations are are done and we did a lot um but yeah it's it was like bittersweet actually because i was enjoying doing the press for the first time i think ever i don't oh, like press really? yeah no no I, I i hear you on that but why um, why did I like it? Yeah. Because it was, I knew it was going to be the last one. And so I thought, well, I better really enjoy the moment. And I don't really usually do that where I, during press, think, enjoy this, like be grateful for this. And I just soaked it all up. So it was cool. Was, is there, is there like complicated dynamic between all the ladies? I hate it that, um, that that's a question that I have, uh, that I would even feel the need to fucking ask. Did you get that question a lot? A, number one, B, number two. Do you think that men get that question ever if there's like an all-male cast? Probably not, actually, because I, I found myself getting that question a lot and not to say that you you did anything that was unlike anyone else um, because I think people really want to believe that we all what get you see al- on screen right. is actually true and it's not because it's a sexist thing. I think it's because we are portraying best friends on screen. We do, actually, but I think it's because of the camaraderie we've built over six years right i don't think it would have been like that if this was like a one-off sort of movie i think that was a we went through some some shit together all of us um during the house bunny because getting to work with a lot of women is pretty rare and we do mm-hmm. it here on mom obviously and like during the house it, during the house bunny, i think that was the first time that i worked with other women that weren't necessarily my nemesis that were like you know supposed to be my friends and companions and stuff oh and, like in the movie yeah in the right, movie right. yeah yeah because it, and you realize like this is so rare 
this is rare to work with a lot of of women and how especially um and you've been working for a long time but like just how those dynamics um how we have to kind of get used to that idea and like how in the male comedy world there's a lot of camaraderie and we've talked about this on the podcast before but um there's a lot of sort of natural camaraderie because the competitiveness is a little bit different oh definitely I mean I think that's just been unfortunately such a systematic thing of just thinking that women are going to be combative against each other just by nature and it's not true I mean no one no one wants to be that way I think in some people, maybe they think that like there's not as many great roles out there for women. So they feel like they have to struggle or fight a little bit, but that's all based out of fear that you don't think you're good enough as you are. And if you are, then you probably can help any other actors that you're working with. Um, I hope so that I it's think, changing. Do you think it I is? Think, I think it is. And I, I hope that Pitch Perfect was in some way, I don't know, a part of showing that, that there can be all women as focal main parts. I mean, your show, you know, things like that, that there doesn't have to be a main character. That's a dude. It can just be funny women and everyone can watch that are it. Friends. Yeah. Um, if you were going to murder somebody, what would you use? I've thought about this question and I actually has, I've asked this very recently to a group of people I was with and they looked at me like I was crazy. And I thought this is a normal question. Question. I asked also them, um, who would you call? Because you can't do it alone. I mean, you're going to screw up if you do it alone. Who would you call to help you? Oh, right, right, right. right. That, yes. Like that you can really trust that me. you know. Me, Brittany. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen you in a while, but I feel like I can trust oh, you Oh, you totally could. <laughs> Listen. I feel like, I feel like, I mean, there's wine and like guacamole here. So I feel like you know what's going on in life, Fuck in the world. Yeah. So this is a good, <laughs> you're on my list. <laughs> I might not be able to rush over right away. <laughs> Got to wait for the Uber. Yeah, that's true. No, I, also you need the Uber receipt in order to make sure you have an alibi. Like, you know. Oh, you're right. I'll tell them uh, that you're the going Uber somewhere to, else. Yeah, yeah. I'll just have, maybe I'll become best. Anyway, I'll figure out the Uber driver. You figure out what you're going to murder the person with. I've always kind of thought that in order to get away with it, I, I'm a big fan of the like the chemical in the bathtub situation the disintegrating of the body because then there's no tracks so we everybody's not drown said person um and I, then I never really thought it about easy, it that you know, far like, because I don't, and then you can just put the chemicals right in the tub <laughs> that's true it's like an easy cleanup yeah yeah or like you could also like yeah in the bathtub bludgeoning not your thing no i don't want to bludgeon because poison i don't poison and then i want to like put on a good movie and like leave them alone because I don't want to see it. Yeah, I'll, but I'll go into the bathroom. Don't you worry. Brittany. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. um, if one day I do get in trouble with the law, let's say like when I'm 70 years old or something, they are going to revert back to this podcast and I am in <laughs> such big trouble. Yep. Okay, cool. Just wanted yep. to know that. I love it that you're futurizing <laughs> your murder. <laughs> well, who knows? You know, who knows what's going to happen? Because when you think of my career, you think of murder. I like the idea of poison because it seems easy, but I will say I have a weird thing about the idea of bludgeoning. You like it? Well, I dream about it sometimes. I could dream about the porcelain lid, you know, to a toilet and bludgeoning somebody. Taking the toilet lid off? Yeah. And then... And whacking them. Is there a particular person that this is... That's always a stranger. Mm, That's good. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I told you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just as you said that you guys were all friends. Mm-hmm. Um, this is good to know. And also the toilet bludgeoning is very specific, which I appreciate. Weirdly. Are you guys in the in, bathroom when this yep, happens? Yep, yep. I'm in the bathroom, but it's also, it's like a, it's like a group bath. You know, it's like in a sports event or something. Well, we, people get angry there. Yeah. Yeah. Someone wants in. They want my stall. I'm like, I'm not ready. Fuck you. Then, Emotions are high. Yeah. <laughs> um okay this is a new segment we're trying out with you oh god i hope i don't fuck it up no no you won't okay i can't i can't Mm -mm, do it nope all right can't you can't fuck it up um this is called on a first date with Brittany. oh god okay 
Okay. I'm saying, oh God, because I've had a lot. I, I went on like no first dates for so long because I was in a relationship for like a really long time. And then I went for, I had an entire year where like all I did was first dates. And I feel like I'm going to write a book one day. Oh my gosh, you have to. I, I will because my stories, I can't write this shit up. I mean, I can write it up and I'll put it down, but I couldn't make it up. Okay, then you have to chime in here when it's appropriate. Okay, so uh, you're at BOA. The steakhouse? <laughs> I knew she was going to have the reaction. <laughs> Why? You don't think that I like steak? No, it's just a cheesy place to go now. I Never mind. I could tell you a story about BOA, but I won't. <laughs> Whoa, did you hit somebody over the head with <laughs> a toilet basin? Close. No, no, not close. It was a long time ago, and I don't want to get Bowen in trouble. What am I? What am I nuts? No, keep going. Okay. Brittany Snow is never allowed at Bowen. <laughs> yeah, <I guess>. exactly. <laughs> Which, I mean, I've been thrown out of other places, so Bowen would be a classier <laughs> establishment than the rest. Um, okay. Hey, dear listeners. By the way, uh, we have the beautiful and talented Brittany Snow here, and uh, also Sim Sarna. Hi. <laughs> what an asshole. Thank you for introducing me. Yes. Um, okay, so you are on a first date at Boa. The dude is sitting there. Okay, I'll, I'm just going to be set. I'm just going to be a few dudes. All right. Oh, please, please do. Okay. Hey, hey! Oh my God, you must be Brittany. Yep, guilty. Oh my God, damn! You're so fucking hot in person. That's what they tell me. Oh my God, it's so <laughs> great to see you, meet you. Oh my God, it's oh, so cool. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you high? No, no, no. What? No. Okay, cool. Because no, no. I am. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I'm not. Ah, dude, you're funny. Um, yeah, hey, well, listen, take a seat. Yeah. Um, all right. Hey, um, I I was reading um, on like some what, I mean, forgive me, you know, I Googled you, whatever. I was reading that um, you do a lot of like charity work and like nonprofit shit. Yes. That's really cool. Do you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For what? Uh, I'm a sperm donor. Cool. That's important. Yeah. To, for the reproductive. I got good genes, you know. Yes. I got good genes. Not, not right now. I don't do you like, like the uh, chaser salad? Um, I do not. It's really good here. Really? Yeah. You? Oh, you not? You're not into chaser? <laughs> um, I'm not into the. Cha- I mean, I don't know what that is, but um, I do you like anchovies? Is that your thing? Dude, I love like anything that walks. You know. I, I understand. You got fucking good gams, speaking of things that walk. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I mean, I'm wearing boots, so I don't know how you can tell, but... No, uh, you know I can tell. Okay. Are you out of there, Brittany? Oh. With this dude? Oh, God, it was so seamless, your turn to transition. I didn't know if you were him or not. Um, okay, so this has actually happened to me before. Not exactly like that, but... And God bless the guy that is not listening to this, but that I actually did this to. Um, I left before the appetizers came. And well, I, well, how'd you how'd you make your exit? I I I had just enough wine to have the confidence to do this, but I said, "Listen, you're a really great guy, and I just don't know if this is going to, you know, I just don't know if this is a good match, and and I would love to have fun with you, but I don't want to waste your money and your time and." Um, and, you know, like, I just think that probably we should end it here before the meal starts. And and he was like, he, I, by the way, this was only my second or third first date that I'd ever been on. And when I left, I called a guy friend of mine. He said, you can't do that. What? And I said, you can't? I was so impressed that you did that. He said that that's not really allowed. And just to finish the meal. And I, and I, I said, wait, no one has told me this before. No one talks about this. Is that not a I, cool I don't, thing? I, that would be the it would be crushing. I know, and I thought oh, no, it's crushing. But whoa, 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 no! I think it's empowering. I completely disagree. It's I like, I kind of regret it because I think he was a really great guy, and I didn't mean to hurt his feelings. But I also, it would have just been painful. I mean, At sometimes least. you know we just don't want complete honesty. You right. could have said anything else. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What was was there one thing that happened that was like yes. okay? He he. He made a joke that, and I can take a joke, and I I like when guys are funny. But he made a joke that was very off putting and offensive, and it was making fun of me in some way that that wasn't like a, you have frizzy hair, like you know I hate your hair, and I'd be like haha, you know dick. But he actually said something like, 
you know, well, your career is over or something. Well, that's you different. Know, that's, yeah, he's a, he's that's an just asshole. That's completely rude. different. But he wasn't, he actually wasn't, I think he was nervous. He and was, I think he was just trying to awkwardly be funny. Right. And I think that I just, I don't know. I probably should have given him the benefit of the doubt, but I didn't. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I had a guy in an audition. I was doing chemistry reads. Like I had already gotten the role. And this guy said, um, he came in. And I think he was joking about it, but he was like, wait, so, but why is my character like attracted to her? Cause you know, you're not that good looking. And then he tried to like laugh it off and it was clear and the room kind of went silent and I sort of chuckled and, but it was like, whoa, that was a hit and a miss. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that, that's in the category some of thoughts that. you keep to yourself, right? I mean, I don't no, know, that's Sim. Terrible. That's not a, that's not funny at all. But so that's what I'm saying is that I think that Brittany made the right call. I think so too. Like that's just uh that's just a weird thing. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I, I don't think he said, I forget exactly what he said, but I, but I remember just being completely like shut off, trigger yeah. done yeah. and being like, that's the one thing you don't make fun of. And I, I have to go. So I, I commend know. you for not just like going to the bathroom and then never coming back. I think it that's was what nice my guy that, friend said. He I, said you could at least go to the bathroom and never come back. And I was oh, like, really? What? Oh, I thought that you were being so brave, like by just being like, this isn't going to work. Goodbye. I know I didn't. I mean, I guess people do that a lot. They just they ghost out. They just, you know, do it. Do they? I know you wouldn't do that. But has that ever like happened to you? No, fortunately. Hmm. That's because you're a really good question asker, though. Yeah, I want to keep things You're a good Hope first date. Uh, thank you so much. Even if you don't like the person. Thank you. I appreciate that. But what happened with these other guys, though? I want to know, like, what ruins a first date for you besides that? Um, well, this is a little, it's a little personal, but not really. But, um, I mean, the date was going really well, and we were, like, kissing on the couch, and he fell asleep while we were kissing. We were not even, like, <laughs> I... <laughs> cannot make this up i tell you um <laughs> like mid kiss and it was our like first kiss yeah and i kind of thought to myself well maybe this is my fault like maybe like i'm the most boring kiss. i don't know but yeah and then i gave him <laughs> i cannot make this up i gave him another chance and we went on another date and he was kind of like he seemed tired his job is a late night job he, he was a dj and we went back to which by the way was my first mistake <laughs> i will say that and then we go back to his house and we're watching zoolander and i'm quoting ben stiller because i know that ba- that movie backwards and forwards and he did too supposedly and it was like the back and forth of like owen wilson and ben stiller he was owen wilson and it was his turn to say the owen wilson line and he was asleep <laughs> And then what did you do? I got up and I said, you obviously need to go to bed and I obviously need to leave. <laughs> and he was like, no, no, I'm awake. And I was like, this is the second time. Like, are you a narcoleptic? Like, you know, but um, it was fine. I just, I thought maybe he has a problem or I'm just really boring. I don't know. No, it's definitely him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, that's maybe just your one of tongue stories. is like coated with Xanax and you didn't know. <laughs> maybe. God, I hope so. <laughs> um, okay, so here you are on your next date at Boa. Oh God, why did I come back to Boa? Um, I love the Chaser salad. <laughs> what is it? The Ch- yeah, Chaser? Chaser. Chaser. The Chaser. I love the Chaser. You love the Chaser. Okay. Oh, hey, Brittany. Oh, my God, you're here. Oh, my God, you look so beautiful. Oh, thank you. What's uh, your name? Oh, I'm Chad. Of course you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't get that from the... Oh, anyway, that's I cool. That's cool. Show up. <laughs> rhymes with had. <laughs> <laughs> it does rhyme with had. Hey, um, yeah, so sit down, sit down, sit down. 
Um, oh my god, it's so great to like finally meet you. I mean, I think you're fucking hysterical. You're so talented. You're so beautiful. Thank you. Your texts are really funny. I'm a good texter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I've heard. Have you been here before? It's kind of loud. I have been here before. Yeah, yeah. I had a a, a bad situation happen to me, but I don't want to oh, talk about it. God, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have. No, suggested. I always want to come here. I'm going to come here for the next two weeks straight. Hey, but... maybe we can make good memories. You know. <laughs> We can. <laughs> All right. I'm excited um, about that. Hey, can I ask you something, though, before we order? Obviously. This is crazy, but um, are you related to Jon Snow? Yes. You are? My dad is Jon Snow. Oh, dude, that's 50 bucks right in my pocket. And my brother is Jon Snow. No. Yeah. No way. No, I'm like, this is actually serious. Jon oh, Snow okay. and Jon Snow. Oh, God, that's so cool. So are you scared about, like, winter coming? Winter is always coming at our house. Um, it's just a like a running thing that we just it's it's winter all the time. It's always coming and it's never going. It's just always that's awesome. always around the corner. Have you been up to the wall yet? Oh no, we live on we live on the wall. You do? Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, we have that's... to protect it. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. That's really really cool. That's cool that you do that. That's like a service you provide like to all the South, you know? Completely. I mean, we are you know. We're at the north, so. Is that weird elevator kind of scary sometimes, though? <laughs> yes, but, you know, I have my friends there, so they they look out for me. Yeah. Yeah. One time I was uh, I was boarding in Utah, you know, uh-huh. and uh, one of my toes got kind of frostbit, and I thought I was going to have to get amputated. Have you ever had an experience like that up at the wall? On the wall. Yeah. Um, well, we wear a lot of animals on yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. The what, more, the better. So, what's your favorite animal? To wear? Yeah. Um, I'm speaking purely on the wall and not in my personal life because yeah. I don't want PETA's ass on my... Um, you like I a look, man? As I look to my publicist being like... <laughs> um, what's the my favorite? Probably um, skunk. Skunk. That's cool. That's yeah, because cool. it's also like fashionable because they got cute stripes. Yeah. What was that ancient tiger called? Um... It's like a sword tooth tiger or something. Saber tooth? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe like one of those. Mm. No. Just skunk. That's cool. <laughs> Am I gone from this date because of the Jon Snow thing? I don't know. This is up to you, <laughs> Brittany. Because- As Anna, I'm asking you. <laughs> do you enjoy this person at all? Do you hang with a date for this long? Well, I will tell you this. It is absurd how many people ask me if I'm related to Jon Snow? No. Oh, really? Probably what? once a week. Oh, what? yeah. No no joke. What the fuck? Who asked every, you that? Every time I'm at the grocery store or like, they'll be like, Brittany Snow. Do they Snow. think it's funny? They, they do. And they all think it's the first time that I've heard it, I think. <laughs> oh, my God. Because that's what we thought, too. <laughs> we were so proud of ourselves. God, I'm so fucking sorry. But, you know, but the, the, most, the most ironic thing about it is that my dad's name is Jon Snow. I believe that. And part. my brother's name is Jon Snow. And... We do always oh, say God. that winter is coming, and so it's just... Oh, no! <laughs> Here we were in our arrogance. We were giggling about this before you came. We're like, oh! Yeah, <laughs> well, it's all right. I mean, I'm used to it, so that's how I could go with the, the story. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have left that date because I'm comfortable in that Jon Snow <laughs> space, um, and I'm also familiar with Game of Thrones, so I would have stayed so far. But he didn't seem... To, to really um, care much else about me except for Game of Thrones references. No, I don't think he does. No. No, Chad's kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, his name is Chad, so. <laughs> um, okay. Sorry, Chad's. Okay, so you are at an... Uh, this is... A, this, we are now moving on to how would you proceed? Am I still at BOA? No. Oh, okay. Now you are at an Oscar party. It could be at BOA, though. <laughs> the Oscar party. The Oscar party could be at BOA, but I don't know if... Oprah would be there. Oh boy, Oprah's at this party. This Oprah's at this party. Okay. No, let's say it's like at Jerry Brockheimer's house. Okay? All right. Are you okay with that, I'm, Sam? I'm great with it. But Thanks. did Boa cater? It's the catered party. by Boa. Boa, Boa catered. <laughs> Catering by Boa. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. I feel better now. Tiny little cubes of steak on toothpicks. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you're at an Oscar party and you run into Oprah. 
like you literally like kind of smack into her a little bit. Okay. And, um, and she says to you, first she's kind of pissed. And then she says, I loved you in all of the Legally Blonde movies. <laughs> what do you prefer? Comedy over drama? Um, I would, I mean, this is what I would like to say in my mind. And then probably what I would in Britney Snow World, which is completely has no chill or cool. I would say thank you. <laughs> I I loved doing them. Um, oh, it was such a big You're break. Very for me. good. <laughs> thank you. I know who <laughs> my Oprah is. I have um, to work on that. You know, I really I prefer doing. You know, it's just I'm just so grateful I get to do both. And um, you know, as you know, you you've done so many great comedies and dramas and really anything. I mean, you can do anything. So yes. as you know, it's it's just a blessing uh-huh. that we get to work. Yes. At all in this town. Mm. Any tiny stakes yeah you run into me again you fucking bitch i'll mow your ass down and then i would say (laughs) thank you (laughs) thank you god bless you (laughs) and i completely agree Uh, so you wouldn't correct oprah at all i don't think it would be worth it i just don't think she would know who i am as opposed to reese witherspoon and i don't think that in her mind, I would like her to have a really good experience with Reese. <laughs> so, I'd like, so I'd like for that experience. You're a generous soul. <laughs> the next time she sees Reese Witherspoon, she's going to be like, you are just such a weird, awkward talker. And, you know. Have you had a really awkward experience with... Um, oh, I, my God. Yes. I, I feel like... Because I feel like all my encounters with anybody, with it's always very awkward. But... I remember one time like I was being introduced to Meryl Streep and it was at the Oscars and my bracelet snagged on her gold dress like we were shaking hands and my bracelet caught on her dress and it was the year that she wore that like gold um I don't know if anybody remembers but this beautiful like gold gown or whatever and anyway and as we're pulling away from each other like I'm pulling the threads out of her dress and this is before the show has begun Oh, no. Yeah, I was just like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like fumbling, trying to like, oh, God, unhook my bracelet. Then that's just that's just the beginning of my horrible, awkward encounters. Oh, I, I, I'm so glad that you can say that because I go to bed at night thinking, I just don't think I'm ever going to get there. I'm never going to get in the in the club that doesn't do something that's weird when I get around famous people. I just can't. It doesn't come naturally to me. Like someone's like, hi, nice to meet you. And I'll be like, geez, <laughs> I don't know. Like, so I don't know what happens. I, I just love like, your work. I, I go. Well, because it, it's, it is a very forced scenario and there right. are these people that you admire and then it is sort of like, okay, we have this, we have this common ground, but how do we navigate these waters of like, right, right. I love your work. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm certainly, I don't know what to do. Rachel McAdams, uh, a couple years ago, we were standing in like a crowd of people and she just turned to me and said, oh, I love your work. And, and I go, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. That's hilarious. Um, I mean, I love your work, but like, like, come on. like that. And, and then I felt even worse for her because she was genuinely paying me a compliment. And then I just, you know, and I was like, oh, thank you. I mean, thank you. Oh, God. You know, like, but it was my first reaction was... I love that though. It's honest, and it's and it's like I mean, because I, I would feel the same way. I mean, yeah. As I don't know, we've uh, you know what, dear listeners. Someday I'll reveal more awkward tales, <laughs> celebrity encounters where Anna sticks her foot in her mouth. I do want to ask you one question really quickly. How would you feel about a guy crying after sex? <laughs> um. I have not had a guy cry after sex, but I, I've had a guy cry on a date. The the last, the last, a couple months ago, yeah, a and guy you, cried on the date on the first date. Uh, well, I want to get into this for in but, a second. But okay, but, sorry, but but after sex. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, but I want to ask you, like, how are you meeting guys? By the way, you're a celebrity. What do you? How do you meet them? The the DJ and the the crying guy was both mutual friends. Um, I refuse to do anything else now because I 
don't believe in those things anymore. I, I've had too many bad experiences. So I'm just trusting my friends who suck at it, actually. <laughs> just keep- Are you opposed? Do you have like rules? Like, okay, if he is an actor, will not date. Or if he is, you know, whatever, an agent, will not date. I don't know. I don't know if I could date an actor again. I'm not sure. I, he'd have to be really great. I'm curious, why? Because I dated an actor for a long time and I don't know. But you're just going to generalize all it's, actors. That's very sad because I would hate that people could say that about actresses. Um, so that's, that's probably the caveat there. I would give them a chance. But what about other people in the industry? You can work in the industry, just not, not in front of the camera. Um, maybe, perhaps. Yeah, I actually like people. I like writers and producers and I like people in my field because I like to talk about the other side of of things, but I just don't like to talk about the the bullshit side of things, which sometimes I feel like actors do not on purpose, but we just do. Yeah. That's why I listen to like the news because even though it's incredibly depressing, it still feels like at least I'm getting out of the vortex of Right. Like getting into the the Jerry Bruckheimer Boa party with the tiny stakes, like that would have been a conversation for an hour or something with, you know, you know, like, where do we go? Where do we meet? Do we get there? Do we need to publish it? But, you know, like, and you're like, who cares? <laughs> Except that Oprah's there. And that's what matters. And yeah, I think performers, they're my most favorite kinds of people. But there's also, a you know, it's there's a particular um, it's a particular personality trait. And I don't know. I love them. Turns out Sim's a performer. I'm not a performer. You kind of are. Not really. Wait, well, thank you, you for saying how that. How are you kind? Do you do puppets? Like, <laughs> yes, I'm a- <laughs> when Sim was a kid, he would practice like a, his own like radio show in the basement. Well, I would. I'd love sports cat. I wanted to be a sportscaster growing up, so I would you know do play by play and and all of that. That oh, was that's my dream. Cool. Yeah. That's cute. That's so cute. Did you do that when you were a kid? put on plays and oh yeah like, talk to yourself in the mirror oh and, yeah. yeah oh yeah there's like hours and hours of vhs footage it, which is somewhere. amazing by the way which i would love to bring on the podcast just so we can listen to the audio oh, of god. it it's incredible it really is i'm gonna ask your dad oh god please i know your dad has all the tapes uh yeah i, I don't know i Dear don't know listeners if you want to hear some audio from anna when she was a little kid performing let me know and uh, and I'll, I'll make it happen does my vote count yes please because i i would love that so okay well, we're doing it then i think my vote counts like five points <laughs> i agree yeah because i've told so many personal stories <laughs> ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, let's get to callers. Yep. Um, so, Brittany, are you so are you still going out on the first date stuff? No, oh, no. By the way, I don't know what's going to happen here, by the way. Wait, in these it's calls. your podcast. Yeah, I know. I still don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> That's how responsible I am. No. We're going to call Kelsey right now. Kelsey is in San Antonio, and she's 24. Hello. Hey, Kelsey, it's Sim. How are you? Hi, Sim. How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm going to introduce it to Anna right now. Hi, Kelsey. It's Anna. Oh, my gosh. Hi, Anna. Hi. And I have the beautiful, talented Brittany Snow here. She's awesome. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm literally shaking. It's just too 
badass females. I'm so excited. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Kelsey. <laughs> hey, thank you, by the way, for uh, for doing this, for being a part of our crazy uh, unqualified experiment here. Oh, my gosh. No, thank you. You honestly have no idea how how much your podcast has gotten me through. I am so, so, so appreciative of you and how vulnerable you've been on here. Like it really, I can really relate to a lot. So it helped me through a lot. So thank you. Oh no. Thank you so much for saying that. So Kelsey, we're going to try and help you right now. Tell us what's going on with your friend's wedding coming up. Okay. So basically I dated this guy for six years, starting in high school and like throughout college and a year after college, um, we were in a really serious relationship together. I mean, our families would spend like holidays together and whatnot. Um, so the last week we were together, he had been kind of acting distant and it was just not going well, I guess. I don't know. I just got like a weird vibe and I kind of like asked him, you know, like what's going on? Like, why are you acting so weird? And literally just like everything spilled out. And he told me that he didn't love me anymore. He had been talking to someone else and that he had confessed to her that he had feelings for her and that she had told him that he had she had feelings for him and um then after that he just left me and that was it so i was completely blindsided and devastated obviously so you fast forward to like eight months now that's where we are and um two of my friends that i've known from high school that are also his friends because we're such like a tight knit circle are getting married this upcoming summer, obviously, because we're all friends. I mean, we literally like double and triple date. Well, now we're both invited to their weddings and he's actually a groomsman in both of them. And um, yeah, so while I want to be there for my friends and, you know, like this super special, important day of their love, um, I just don't know how I'm going to be able to stand and like, be in a super romantic environment while I see like what I thought was the love of my life standing up there, especially because he's had not only that one girl he left me for, he has another girlfriend now. So it's, um, it's very gut wrenching to see someone up there when I thought I'd be the one walking down the aisle. And I guess my question for you, Anna, is kind of just like, what am I, what am I supposed to do? Like, where am I supposed to start? Like, I really want to go, but at the same time, I don't because I'm a very emotional person. So I know I'm just going to be like crying. And I just don't like, do I, if I do decide to go, like, do I talk to him? Or I just don't, I don't know where to start with this. And I feel like I'm kind of stuck. Is it close to you? Is it a destination wedding? Or is it like? No, they're all super close. I think you got to go. I agree. And if you feel yourself getting emotional, maybe excuse yourself and chill in the bathroom for a second. I mean, you're already emotionally prepared for what it seems to me like what your emotional response is going to be, um, Mm -hmm. which is good. And maybe who knows, you may surprise yourself. Maybe it's going to be a night of like a lot of laughter, a lot of dancing um, and, and an amazing time. And sure, you'll be clocking your ex and his new gal, which that says something as well. And and he'll probably be clocking you. And I think there can be like a friendliness. I, I, you know, if you can summon the strength within yourself to be like, okay, I'm going to play a character. I'm going to be like the most like joyous, happy version of myself. I'm going to enjoy tonight. I would say go alone. Don't find, at least don't pressure yourself to find a date. Um, Yeah just to have it's a show of strength if you go alone and you're happy that's that's like a big that's a big thing and also though Kelsey I gotta say um uh, you know I, I have strong opinions about getting married before like the age of 30 anyway I I totally I feel like I was kind of like in this like this haze of like oh you know like obviously I've been together for so long and I just loved him so much and I thought this is it but now that he's left me and like I was just very very low I had to figure everything else out and I was telling myself I'm 24 I don't know anything <laughs> I don't know anything and there's just so much more so I've gone to that point at least but I feel like the pressure to get a date has definitely been on so that's another thing that I was trying to like is it really it's important I mean she should go alone right if she can't find a date oh yeah she should just go alone and yeah. I feel like just 
Yeah. Be confident about it. Walk up to him, give him a hug, shake, yeah. the, shake the woman's hand, and yep. get that over with at the beginning of the night. Then after that, just enjoy yourself. Not even worry about it. Right? You have it's other friends that are there too, right? I mean, you know people that are going to be at this wedding. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, and that's the other thing that like I'm grateful for, but at the same time, everyone knows what's happened, so I don't want to make it into this like sideshow, like ooh, or, like you know, like I don't want to create any kind of drama or like unnecessary attention away from the people who are supposed to be like we're supposed to be there celebrating is, for. So I'm I think kind this of, like, is mm. like one of those times when you like you see how you become an adult like you you know there's like certain times in your life where you're like wow I was an adult just then and you don't really usually feel like an adult sometimes in your life but then there's those certain moments that you think wow I really had my my strategic plan and if you go in with a plan of like the minute that I start getting a little teary or something like I have a girlfriend that I can like just squeeze her hand and she like notices that we're checking in with each other and then it's kind of like checking with yourself of being like I promised myself I wouldn't get emotional and I also can go to the bathroom or you can get in an uber and you can leave and you went and you showed up for your friends and you can always leave and that's not a weak thing to do that's taking care of yourself you're taking care of your friend by not being emotional and you're taking care of yourself by not putting yourself in a bad situation and Kelsey don't forget I mean you were in a long relationship with this guy you guys kind of grew up you know, together during some important years. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, though. You've had eight months to sort of romanticize who he is and was and romanticize your relationship. When I when my first boyfriend who broke my heart um, and I sobbed for like days and I was like, you know, whatever, writing disgusting poems like late at night (laughs) sobbing in the rain um like totally licking my wounds for months and I stalked him for a little while which isn't something to really joke about um but I kind of did um let's just say I knew where all his classes were um but but then when he finally after I don't after about eight or nine months when he when he wanted to get back together with me and I ran into his arms and I was so happy. And then it, it was like a period of about 10 hours when I started to remember the things that I did not like about him. I didn't like how he laughed at other people. I didn't like how he thought he was above other people. Like there were, there were like these things that started to click in my head that I had been ignoring through my own pain that came back to me. And then I was like, oh, no, no, no. No, I, I, like this, yeah. this dude's fucking lame. So anyway, but so what? The point of that story is, I just encourage you to think about some of the things that you weren't crazy about, and maybe you guys weren't right together. You know, like I, I remember with that particular guy, I couldn't, I couldn't stop thinking about his long fingers, and <laughs> and his cackly laugh, and I was like, I don't know if I, if I like this person at all, and I had spent so much time being like the love of my life is gone and then I was like no wait I could do so much better at least at least that there's more out there for me and um and you're young and so before you I definitely think you should go to the wedding um and I think you know and and I think that you should um remember these things and I think you should have a great time with your friends and um and you know I, I think I think this is I think Brittany's completely right that this is one of those moments where you can sort of confront a challenge head on with um, with courage and a sense of yourself. Yeah, my mom's totally like, you're going to get such a nice dress. and You're going to look so good for the summer. And she's just like super encouraging me to just be like on my game. Show. I'm like, knows. mom, I'm not trying to have my own sideshow. But she's like, but you you, you want to just be like, screw you. Like, <laughs> at the same time and I was like I guess (laughs) I think I think go with the goal of having a great time and supporting your friends and if there's the side effect of like uh, you know he's glancing at you and wondering you know what he lost that would be amazing but don't go in thinking that because uh yeah who knows what'll what'll happen then you might you know exactly yeah, this is where my mom and I differ, but for sure, because I'm the, I I just want to be there for my friends, honestly, and I know it's just such an important day, and I would want them to be there for mine, regardless. So it's just like it's just really uh, it's just so hard because you know, like you said, romanticizing the relationship, but at by that point, since it is not until the summer, hopefully, 
with y'all's advice and everything, I'll be able to put on a way better face than what I've been like playing in my head. And it, maybe at his rate too, he'll be with either somebody else or he'll be single or whatever. But I want that issue kind of pushed aside as much as you can in your brain because this is about you mm-hmm. and your friends and celebrating. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever want you to miss out on that because of this. Oh fucking yeah. Dick. Can I ask sure. you guys a question? <laughs> um, what about interacting with him and how should she present herself when she gets to the party? Oh, I think that that will have to be sort of because I don't know if you necessarily run up to him, but I think maybe, you know, give him a friendly wave and a smile uh, and her potentially. And then if like the time, it's all about the timing and the approach with that. If there's a moment that where it feels right, you know, because I don't think she should necessarily avoid him and give him the satisfaction. Not at all. No, not at all. No, no, no. Right. No. But I also don't think that it should be like a rush up. Let's get this over with. Like you were suggesting. I was. Yeah. I was thinking just show confidence. And then after that, it diffuses yeah. everything. Yeah. And then like, you know, at the reception or whatever, just be like, how are you? It's great to see you. You look great. Hi, I'm Kelsey. What's your name? I'm Sarah. Okay. Well, it's awesome. You know, whatever. Great to see you guys. Like during the reception yeah. after the ceremony. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, this is definitely, you might have to put on a little performance. I do that all the time. When I get into a situation where like, and I've been in parties with my ex and I have to be, you know, like I, I just try to think of it not so much as a game because the more that I try to like analyze or think or, you know, futurize or something like this could happen and, and, um, and make it this this whole thing, it it actually works in a detriment to me. The more that I'm just focused on the person that I'm talking to that's in front of me, and you think of that there's just an old friend here, and you really just keep it that simple, the better it turns out. Because the more that I try to be like, is he looking at me? Or like, should I do this? Or should I do that? It just always ends up going badly. Because nothing will ever turn out the way that you think it will in your head, good or bad. It's just not going to happen. So you might as well just not... Think about like how there's so much opportunity out there now for you. If you were to be with this guy that you met in high school, I'm sure you guys know each other well or versions of each other very well. But if you were to get married and you were going to be together till you died, think of all the sex you could have had <laughs> with other people. Like, right? Really, I know. Yes. I've been like one of the key things. I'm like, look at what you have now though like but like just so young you have so much more sex yes, to have. yeah and also if he's he he needed to grow or whatever and do his thing and and it sucks especially for women to be the one that's left i think um not to gender stereotype but but i think that it hits us <laughs> probably a little bit harder cuz usually when we leave our dudes we've made the decision like a year before um <laughs> <laughs> I have a, another podcast about that. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. Questions. But yeah, we'll all right, all right, all right, right. But um, anyway, I, I'm I'm happy that you're young, you're single, you're gonna have a great time at this wedding. Please let us know. And also, because I know that this will be difficult and be hanging over your head for a few months now. But um, but I think um, I don't know. You sound you sound strong and good and. Who the fuck knows? Maybe you'll meet somebody incredible in the next couple of months and you'll be like... Maybe, yeah. I mean, obviously I didn't see this coming. So, I mean, no one knows what's next too. So, I mean, that's how I've been trying to approach this whole thing. It's like you have no idea what's going to happen. So just try to enjoy where you are right now because it's where you're supposed to be. So that's like what I'm trying to keep in my mindset. So thank you all. Yeah. So much though. That yeah. Thank you, Kelsey. Kelsey, keep us posted, uh, okay? I love you. Oh my gosh, I will. I love you so much. I appreciate you so much and everything you've done. I really do. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kelsey. Please, yeah, keep us updated, okay? Thanks, Kelsey. Bye. Bye. She's got to do the macarena Ooh. and the funky chicken and all those. <laughs> it's so easy to, like, as, as I'm 41, to be like, oh, this is what you should do. Right. But... At I that age, you look so young. Go on. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> you really do. You know how young you look. <laughs> well, it's not that high of a healthy life. <laughs> 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. All right, so we're going to call Kristen now. And Kristen is in Los Angeles. And she's 28. You gave great advice. Oh, thanks. I have no idea, obviously. Hello? Hey, Kristen, it's Sim. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing? Doing really well. Here's Anna. Hey, Kristen. Hi there. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm great. I'm great. And um, I'm here to introduce Brittany Snow. Oh, hi. Hi there. <laughs> that sounded weird. I'm here to introduce. <laughs> also, that my hi was weird, a little weird, too. Oh, hi. <laughs> like, the whole thing was just weird. Just hey, ignore that. Hey, Kristen, thanks for um, participating in this and reaching out to us. I don't, I don't know what you're about to... Kristen, yeah. what's going on with your ex? All right. So back in college, I was dating this guy for a little over two years. And then about four years ago, we had a really messy breakup. Uh, flash forward to present day. I have a new boyfriend. He's great. We just hit our one year mark. Um, but back in May, I got an email from my ex who I haven't seen or spoken to in the last four years. And um, here's what it said. No subject line, nothing. Um, would you ever let me apologize to you? I'm not trying to be creepy or weird. I know it's almost four years too late, but would you let me do what I should have done back then? It would make perfect sense if you didn't care, but I'd like to. And so his current situation is that he's married to the girl that he dated after me. Um, they got engaged um, a short time after we broke up, which led me to believe there might have been some overlap between us. Um, when I confronted him about it, he didn't confirm nor deny. So I just left at that because I was like, I'm not going to get an answer from this guy. Um, so I honestly don't know what he's apologizing for or wants to apologize for. So my question is, um, do I respond to his email or ignore him? Um, will responding make me look desperate since I'm currently with my, uh, my new boyfriend? And then will not responding make me look like I'm not being the bigger person and giving him this opportunity to say his piece that maybe he might not have been mature enough to do way back when we were in college. I'm just kind of trying to figure out the next step. I have an opinion about this, but I don't know. Go ahead. I, I don't know if this is true or not, but it sounds like sometimes the only time that people, you know, reach out and try to stir the pot in a way is if that there's something going on in his life that is not satisfying to him, either emotionally or physically or something. It, it's not saying that he wants to, cheat on his wife or you know the girlfriend or anything I think that maybe he's just not getting some sort of validation in some way yes. and he wants you to reach back out to him to just kind of make sure that you still care so he can feel validated that he still has you in some way just it's just a to, total power play just to have yeah, just to know guys do that all the time I I, I know you're exactly what you're talking I think you're right about that yeah, completely. I think that he wants to hear from you. He's missing you. He's yeah, exactly. Like he's probably having some like some shit going on in his other in his marriage. I think the biggest power play you could do is just to not respond at all. Um, because, you know, and I have pretty strong opinions about the idea of closure um, because I don't I don't think it's achievable. Um, I, I always think that when people talk about the idea of closure, that what they want is either a continuation. They want their ego 
ego gratified or a continuation of a past relationship. And it's under the guise of like, well, you know, we got to meet up for drinks for because so we can have closure. And it's like closure for what? There were wounds. What the fuck are you going to say to each other? I'm so sorry. And then you're sobbing. And it, like, what is the best case scenario of the idea of closure? It, to me, I don't know what that is. And if someone could explain that to me, maybe I could be convinced of that. But he's looking for, uh, you know, for you again or for an out in his relationship or for some kind of escape. Um, I don't think he's a particularly generous guy. I think that um, the way you described the email, um, but would you let me do what I should have done back then? Um, it would make perfect sense if you didn't care, but I'd like to. Like that phrasing is feels really manipulative to me. He's putting it on you in some way that like and so you need to vague. owe him a favor in a way to let him apologize. It's almost to make you feel bad enough to let him do it. Like, would you let me do this? But but, but it's like what what exactly is he saying? Would you let me do what I should have done back then? Like he has no like, idea. He's just reaching out. He's right. trying to get some kind of in a crafty way. Um, and uh, do you, Kristen, do you miss him at all? Or, or did it like tug on some, um, of course it probably tugged on, which is what his intention was to sort of tug at you a bit. Um, um exactly right. I was, I was really caught off guard by it cause I wasn't expecting it from him cause he has this ability where he can just cut himself off from a person. He's done it with like family members and like childhood friends. So I was like, Oh, this is just how it's going to be. So when I saw that email, I was really surprised. Um, honestly, didn't know how to respond to it at all. It just, um, I don't know what he would want from it. But like you said, I do think he was in a way trying to manipulate me because he could have said this in a different way. And a lot of people are like, well, why didn't he just apologize in the email if that was his completely, true intention to do completely. that? He want, that it, this is like a weird version of like, what's up, girl? Text. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the subtext. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, well, what, what the fuck am I supposed to say to that? nothing i don't know but but kristen let me ask you do you um do you are you happy in your current relationship yeah i'm so happy he's great um yeah i honestly would not care to have any contact with my ex at all my main worry was like just making sure that i was being fulfilling my moral obligation to give someone maybe the chance to no. um make amends for something that they're feeling bad about themselves no 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 no, no you don't know you don't owe him anything nor do you owe anybody else anything and i think that um you know all of the relationships that we've all invested in collectively leave a massive imprint on us and they'll always tug at us in certain ways i guess i hate that i keep using that term tug but but they do but then that's why I don't really believe in closure because it's the idea of acceptance that, okay, this person I shared a lot of intimacy with, they are no longer a part of my life. How do I reconcile that within myself? I gave a lot of myself to them. They maybe gave a lot of themselves to me and they will leave just, they will just leave their mark on us. And that's hopefully what makes us better, more complete people, more empathetic people, um, is having sort of these experiences of, falling in love and heartbreak and uh, rejection and then rejecting. And um, so it's not that, and it, I think that, I think your takeaway with this for, from my perspective um, can be something like, this is gratifying that he's still thinking about me and he probably has romanticized you. And if you continue to ignore him, which I, I think you should, he'll probably reach out again on a drunken night at 1 a.m. Even if you wrote back saying like, that's nice to hear, I hope you're well. Um, and he writes back like, you know, I just wanna apologize to you in person. And you write back like, I'm not sure if that can happen. And he writes, but I really need to see you because I really need to do this in person, something that I couldn't do four years ago. And you're like, um, but aren't you with somebody? And he writes back like, um, and he writes back, well, or, you know, or whatever. like, like you know, yeah, like but I need closure. <laughs> <laughs> and you write back like but you know um Anna Ferris told me that she doesn't believe in closure <laughs> you know like this exchange could extend itself two years later yeah and Calling back again 
and also um, no good will come of it Nothing. no no good no good like i don't i'm not sure i don't even know why because i don't know anything about him except for this weird email but i don't like the sound of him very much i don't i don't like that he's if he wanted to apologize to you and say like hey you know he i probably also sorry to interrupt you but he probably has also seen that you're happy yeah. And nothing, That's you know, true. makes a guy or a woman, you know, really bothered is when the other person seems to be doing fine and you might be going through something yourself in your relationship. Completely. He just Completely. doesn't like that. But the good news is, Kristen, is that you got the ego gratification of the ex reaching out. Exactly. She already has that now. She doesn't yeah. need any exactly. She, she won at this point. That's yeah. it. Done. Yep. Yep. That has not happened to me too many times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but don't they want me back? <laughs> Even though I've moved on, wasn't I the best thing that ever happened to them? But um, it's happened a couple times. All right, fine, guys. <laughs> but um, Kristen, yeah, that that would be that would be my advice. Is tempting as I don't know if it is that tempting to you. It sounds like you've been able to hold off for a couple months, so that seems really strong. That would be my advice: is to ignore him. And, and let him sweat. I mean, but also, I mean, I agree about ignoring him, but also just like try to put it out of your mind because nothing good comes from, you know, the surmising of like, maybe I should have and I wonder what he's thinking and wonder if he's happy and, you know, all this stuff. This is, it, you know, it's all just like in your, in your head and it's going to. Kristen, I will give you the satisfying email right here, right now. Are you ready? <laughs> Let's pretend his name yeah. is, um, I don't know. Uh, Chad. Chad again. <laughs> Chad. Is his name Chad? His name is not Chad, right? So, Kristen, you open up your email and um, you get this. Hey, period. What's up? It's Chad. I know that la last email was kind of weird. Uh, I was going through some shit and, uh, and, I was, and I was thinking about you. And I just, I really want to apologize to you because you were the best Thing that's ever happened to me I love you so much um, I'm leaving my wife I'm hoping that you'll marry me uh, also I love your fucking tits they're amazing and Kristen babe I think you gotta leave you gotta leave your dude for me remember what we had it was so good and then he can be like love Chad or whatever I love you so much or whatever remember the time that we made out in the back of the Monte Carlo <laughs> smoked a joint but point being Kristen I don't think there's any anything that he could say that would be healing for either of you it's over no response necessary done yeah especially if you want to protect your current relationship you know exactly and you want to protect him um, Kristen is not even on the line anymore where's Kristen wanna, Kristen are you there like, oh Hello? I'm oh. just absorbing all of this oh, okay. right now. <laughs> Sorry, like, I was wondering know. the same thing. Yeah. She's being awfully quiet. Yeah, I was joking, but then I actually was wondering <laughs> if she was there. Um, but and as far as like the cheating thing, he probably did. You know. Yeah, that's what I figured too. And I was like, uh, I can answer my own question. Yeah, yeah. Usually, I, f I feel like don't you guys think? Usually, if you suspect, then mm -hmm. yeah. it's especially yeah. women. We we we're not. You know, we got that intuition thing. And I, no. got, I always got the, um, I always got the, like, she tried to kiss me line. She oh, tried God. to kiss me, but I was like, no, I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> and then you find out months later that they like had sex. What and, is the trying to kiss tried. you it's, move, it's, by the way? Like, how are you that close to someone in which they can get that close to try to kiss you? Yeah. I mean, unless you're that close to them as well. Yeah, well, and it's awesome. I think it's like the covering of track, you know, yeah. of course, in case like there's rumors of friends, right. like, I thought I saw them or whatever. Yeah, and she you're tried like, to kiss me. Sure. But he was so good. She tried to kiss him, but he didn't. He was like, no, I love her. I love Anna. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, babe. Let me fuck you. Oh, God. Or, or whatever. <laughs> Once again, Kristen, we... <laughs> We digress. Kristen, is this helpful? <laughs> yeah. Was that helpful at yes. all? This you... is so incredibly helpful and just validates like my first instinct was just to leave it be and not do anything about it. I commend you for that because a lot of people wouldn't. 
a lot of people yeah, had curiosity. like curiosity. Yeah, like curiosity sort of get the better of them and um and would sort of go down that rabbit hole a little bit. But he sounds like he's really, you know, manipulative. It that that email is so telling what what he wrote to you. Sorry I made you sad. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. I hate this guy. <laughs> you didn't make me sad, you made me pissed. Kristen, thank you so much for hanging yeah, out with us. Yeah, Kristen, thank you so much. I love you and thank you. Yeah, if he, if he emails you again, let us yeah, know. Yeah, let us know. Oh, yeah, don't worry. I will. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Kristen. Okay, bye. Bye, thank you. Just saving, saving people's love lives left and right over oh, there. Oh, God, I'm Anna. so obnoxious. <laughs> You're great. I'm horrible. I'm, I'm a like, lot of fuck. therapy. <laughs> <laughs> That's I the only reason. Some. <laughs> um, hey, thank you so much, Thanks Brittany. for having me. You are just incredible. And, and congrats um, on Pitch Perfect 3. It's doing really well. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm sure everyone at this point has already seen it. But Are you Pitch Perfect? No. If I sang right now, it would be not perfect Come or on. pitched in any way. No. No. I mean, I no. And I was about to make like a baseball pun, but I can't throw a baseball either. There's, I'm, there's nothing. I can pitch like a, you know. I can pitch you a, a sales thing, maybe like a, or a cool sales. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I have a couple good pitches, but like no, it's, but they're not perfect. So, did you get that all the time on your press tour? What if I'm pitch perfect? Yeah, no. Oh, but finally. I did get the. Is, <laughs> but I did get if I was related to Jon Snow. Oh God, <laughs> no! Oh no! Circling oh, it right God. back. Oh. <laughs> um, Brittany, you're amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Good night, everyone. Bye.